yo, 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 yo. We are back, baby. We can be heroes podcast episode five. We here. We ready. It's Marvel time once again. We had a great episode last week, of course, going over a little bit of Star Wars. But, you know, we're back on the Marvel grind because, of course, you know, they they had to come out with, with something that was just so different from WandaVision. And, and they had to slap us around the face with it. And we're ready. We're ready. So, I, you know, uh, first, of course, I want to welcome myself. I am John Toronto, one of your hosts. And, of course, my little brother, Matt. How you doing, bro? I'm doing, I'm doing really good, bro. How are you? How are you? I'm good, man. I, I, you know, I'll, I'll tell you what. I was extremely impressed with this uh, recent episode of Falcon Winter Soldier, and uh, I, I just want to get right into it. I don't know about you, but you know, what, what were your initial thoughts? Like, what, what, what was kind of your your thinking with the, I guess, the beginning of it, and and how they started to bring you know their ideas their ideas in? Yeah, sure. I mean, I, I, I mean, you know this, and I. You know, for the audience at home, I I think Falcon Winter Soldier was one of my least anticipated Disney projects. Uh, Falcon, uh, the two characters, are, you know, in the in the actual series, um, they are not particularly my favorite characters, nor did I find them the most interesting. I thought they were serviceable characters at best, other than Bucky. But we never had an opportunity to fully see Bucky fleshed out until this recent episode, but. I think overall, what impressed me about the episode as well is definitely not as action-packed as Marvel fans typically expect. Um, it takes the time to really develop these characters and give them and I give us an idea as to the repercussions behind the five-year snap, the fact that they were gone for so long, uh, at least for on Falcon's part. And then for Winter Soldier, obviously, he's dealing with tremendous amounts of trauma of his time as you know the Winter Soldier. You know him assassinating various targets and ultimately regretting the type of person that he was. You know this sort of Hydra. Uh, monkey even you know essentially he was being manipulated with his mind and you know to see him sort of try to reconcile with his past is definitely uh, making him more of an engaging character than i would have thought otherwise so so you mentioned that he has like a he has like a book right it seems like he has a book of all the people he's either killed or affected or you know who you know uh, for the most part i feel like he memorized he memorized everybody he had a mission against right and I don't know if you, I mean, if you ever watched Green Arrow in the CW, but he has, you know, his book of the people who filled the city, right? His dad had a book mm-hmm. of people who were were essentially criminals. It's like the the polar opposite for Winter Soldier. Like he was the the bad guy, and now he's has a book of all these good people that should have never, you know, been a, a sacrificial lamb in a sense, you know, for the Hydra, the Hydra push or, or the motive, right? Um, I mean, so digging further into that, we know like the the older I can't remember the older man's name. It's something I kind of got a little bit distracted of specifically. Yuri, Yuri, Yuri. Um, he. So, uh, is the assumption Winter Soldier killed his his son, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's kind of he he was listed in the book. House confirmed. Right, and um, that just seeing and i, I kind of speak to what you said just seeing like the the way they're going to dive into these two characters that that nobody really was able to i mean with, with the original captain america we got a little bit of bucky and steve's relationship but the centerpiece was always steve right i mean it's captain america they're going to focus on steve um you know and and obviously bucky dies or presumed dead halfway through the movie so we didn't really get a deep dive into who bucky was as a person the struggles he's going through um you know, uh, one thing that I thought was super interesting was when uh, Falcon and his sister went to get the loan, and it brought like like a reality check 
to to like these people these people meaning like heroes they deal with the same stuff any other human deals with right like financially yeah. speaking money you know they're saying you're a hero does that pay you in any way he's like no it just comes with you know the expectation that sometimes people will kind of hook us up right like maybe we'll just get the loan because i'm falcon right um and you know seeing that financial struggle w- one uh Stark's kind of an, an, an rest in peace, but Stark's kind of an asshole for not giving the money. Uh, and two, because uh, you know, obviously, we know Stark's a billionaire. Uh, and two, it just you know, it, it really speaks to the level of normalcy that these heroes really are. Like, although they're these people that literally, by every ounce of the word, save the planet, save billions of lives. Tri- I mean, quadrillions of lives going through the universe. Obviously, um, they're still. They still ain't shit, right? Like in a way, they're just normal. They're normal people in the eyes of, you know, the bank world or just the normal everyday life. You know what I mean? They're, yeah. They're, oh, absolutely. You know that reality kind of stuck with me. So, um, so I, I want to ask you something real quick. So I know obviously in the beginning we I thought it was a flashback for a second because uh, I know we never really got a deep dive into um, Sam Wilson's actual background with the Falcon suit. I thought we'd right. get a little bit about him and his partner. I don't know if we will in the future, maybe, but you know, uh, throughout the the series. But so they made a comment or Sam made a comment that he's been working for the Air Force for six months. So we're thinking this is, I mean, would you agree that this is very close to Spider-Man Far From Home? Yeah, this is six months after um, Endgame. One division, three weeks. Falcon and Witch Soldier, six weeks. Is this and exa- then eight months for, no, sorry. Six, six months for Falcon and Witch Soldier. And then I think like, so Sam just hopped Close right into working for the military right after Endgame? Yeah. That's what, that's, what I, that's what I'm thinking. It might be even more than just six months. It might be a little more than that. You know what I mean? No, it's, it's confirmed six months. Oh, it's it's six like months. it's like five or six it's five or six months around there. Right. That's the time that right. they confirmed. So it's just, I mean, we're going to see why they obviously didn't pop up to help with Far From Home either. But, um, you know, do you, okay, so are you almost thinking that they're, they're that Sam is following the Sokovia Accords? finally which is what cap never wanted <laughs> um potentially i, I mean I, I think that you can make an argument that was heavily implied with the way uh he was interacting with Brody. we had a chance to see warmer scene or uh dean Brody, which cameo. i thought was a nice <laughs> right uh cameo but sort of right. his interactions and Brody asked him so why didn't you take on the mantle of captain america it's a fairly obvious question he said um you know it, I feel like it belongs to someone else, and he feels his responsibility to give it to the Smithsonian Museum as a way to sort of indicate that this is the legacy of Captain America. It lived with Steve Rogers, and it ultimately ends with Steve Rogers. Um, he and uh, Falcon doesn't believe he's ready to really, you know, take up that mantle. He feels pressured, and ultimately, he just wants to view himself as just another hero that you know tries to save as many lives as possible, and not necessarily, you know, be the centerpiece of America. I mean, that's what Captain America. Captain America is a very nationalistic character, but Steve Rogers never like took necessary pride in that. He obviously wanted to represent his country, but at the end of the day, he was a selfless person who, you know, albeit flawed person we see in many films. You know, he's a character who really cares about the world, and I think Falcon is the same as well. Yeah, he's just you know, it, it's too, he doesn't want to feel like a burden as well. He doesn't want to feel as if he doesn't want to, at the same time, feel compared to Steve Rogers because ultimately. Sam Wilson is his own person. You know, his goal shouldn't be to, his goal shouldn't be, you know, to become the next Captain America. 
um, is if you earned. And I right. think at this current moment, especially after everything from Endgame, you know, he has to really take into account everything. And we see him reunite with his family, which, you know, we can, I guess we can comment on. Here's what. Well, so, you know, I, my thing, like, I, ever since the WandaVision episode where we saw Monica reappear and, you know, everybody kind of freaking out in the hospital, I wanted so much more of that. You know, like, there's two things I want more than anything when it comes to MCU. The five-year gap, like, what actually happened, because there had to be a lot happening, right? I, I know. And I, I want know. to see post-blip, re- like, what the effects of the post blip were or the blip mm-hmm. itself in the po- which you, you would see with the right. and then post blip i mean you know we, we have it now apparently you know which i think will turn a little bit differently in the future of the series um we have a terrorist organization that wants life back to what pre-blip was like are they yeah. are they essentially thanos worshipers <laughs> like that'd be insane you know <laughs> what i mean like they everybody knows thanos did it right like that's that's a known thing in the mcu um and, and you know it's just kind of insane to think people you know maybe people like the the, the you know going going to like uh uh global warming and stuff you know that five years probably saved all of that right like people are enthusiast about it and then now they apparently turn into th- terrorists about it <laughs> you know what i mean so uh it, it's just kind of insane and i think there's going to be so you know obviously we saw that main character what seems to be would be the main villain of uh the beginning of the series was the guy in the mask that that uh slammed torres the, the military soldier onto yeah, the ground flag smashers um what i'm sorry what were they the flag smashers yeah the organization name right right because they don't they don't want they want all countries unified in one alliance essentially right um is what kind of what they said but i mean obviously that guy what is he like a another winter soldier do you think he's somebody that escaped from zemo's slaughter at that facility Oh, I mean, anything is possible. For all we know, they like the Flag Smashers could have just uh, come across the Winter Soldier or Winter Soldier serum. The um, I can't think of the name of the serum, but it's essentially the same serum that was injected into Captain America and every other Winter Soldier. Right. So that's a possibility. The yeah. only difference is, you know, their bodies aren't physically mangled to a point where you need the, you know, metal arm or, <laughs> you know, right. I'm sure their minds are, you know crazy completely yeah. i mean he he this um. guy obviously has some kind of powers from somewhere and, and you even look at the the opening scene credit the opening credits and the uh the post credits they show little blue vials right like these random little blue vials that look like the super soldiers uh serum um you know maybe maybe bruce banner pops up no i'm just kidding i don't think he's going to but <laughs> uh She-Hulk. Yeah, well, who knows? Yeah, I mean, right. Maybe she, yeah. she was a volunteer for the experiment, and she just turned into another Hulk. Who knows? Because that's the, in the MCU, that's how uh, Banner got created, right? It wasn't the like it was everybody trying to recreate the Super Soldier Serum in some sense. And in, in regards to the MCU, oh, I yeah. would. I never I watched that's Incredible of, Hulk. That's, that's the one movie I never yeah, watched. I don't know the specifics. But... <laughs> I don't ever want to try to find out the specifics, but uh, I do. I do think. Um, the whole idea was to recreate that super soldier serum and that's how banner got you know turned into the hulk so uh that's my understanding at least i'm not 100 percent confident on that but um how'd you feel about the fight scene so you, you mentioned that there wasn't a lie but i'm kind of okay with that because i think uh yeah, both, oh, of, us, both yeah. of us kind of thought you know maybe they're just gonna go straight action and avoid real plot and character development and 
you know, it's two characters, like you mentioned, that's not, you know, not super popular within the MCU, at least. I think Falcon's pretty popular in the comics, for sure, because he ends up becoming Captain America, uh, Bucky as well, in different iterations of the comics. But um, I, I'm i good with it. Like, I, I think if they go the same route, right, like episodes four, five, and six can be straight action if they want, um, get to the, the, the juicy part of it. But for now, I'm totally okay with these first three, first three episodes being a little bit of character development. I'm actually interested now to learn more about Sam and Bucky after this, and which I never even thought would be like it never crossed my mind. Like, would I ever want to look into the history of of either one? But I mean, what are your thoughts? Like, do you think they're gonna? Yeah, I mean, it? I think Sam, in particular, has potential to be top ten MCU characters if they approach if they you know take the proper care uh, for his character. I, I think he has immense potential, and that's just you know uh, Bucky. James Bucky or whoever you want to refer to him as. I mean, I think those two together, you know, Sebastian Jen and Anthony Mackie obviously, obviously have good chemistry together. Um, and I think even Kevin Feige or, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure Kevin Feige, he probably came up with the idea of the show. They were thinking, oh, you know, audiences seem to, you know, enjoy their, you know, banter back and forth. Why not put them to a six hour long uh, series? Yeah, you know? well, that's the thing too um, with the, you know, with Civil War. Um, you know, obviously Bucky and, and Sam in the car together, and they had the little moment. I was like, hmm, okay, a little connection there. Right. Who knows? <laughs> um, but you know, as as a whole, I I definitely like. I did not want this to be an action oriented episode. Um, I have no issue with the opening scene being, you know, um, revolving around it. And uh, crazily enough, I'm not sure if you noticed the man that uh, the main man that Bucky Bucky that uh, Falcon was fighting. He was the same man that Captain America fought in the opening scene of the Winter Soldier. I'm not sure if he caught on to that, but they I cast sure the did. same actor. Uh, who knows? Sure Maybe did. he might play. Because uh, he remember he escaped. If you right. recall, Sam's only priority was to rescue that operative. So right. you, you might, you know, what what, what we have ties to Zemo or uh, you know the Flag Smashers makes right. dealings with them. Right. You never just, know. I mean, continues to, to be more of the Hydra uh realm you know what i mean you know oh yeah i wouldn't be surprised hydric could still be a force i i don't think hydra's gone in any sense of the word uh or maybe secret invasion a lot of the scrolls are hydra in a sense right (laughs) so uh, we we don't know how that's gonna go but um you know i i'm how do you feel about them digging more into more i feel like we've had enough of winter soldier flashbacks is it just me like i mean i I get it it's falcon and the winter soldier you got to give him the background that's his struggle um, but seeing the actual flashbacks of people he killed and stuff, I mean, it's kind of getting a little, like, played out. I, I, I don't really know what your thoughts are, but... No, I disagree. I, I don't think they're getting, it's getting played out because in the other films, we, we just saw flashbacks that serve a purpose that are that is purely expositional-based. In the context of um, the show, they're, just, they're mainly meant to highlight Bucky's trauma. The fact that he, every single night he is having nightmares of every single person that he has killed, whether that was those were his his exact target or the you know, people protecting his target, or as we see Yuri's son, who was you know seeming and it's a bystander who just happened to be caught in the crossfire. Um, so it's not getting played out, and we haven't really had many flashbacks regarding Bucky. The only like flashbacks we had was Winter Soldier. Uh, again, exposition scene, so they explain as that like how Hydra managed to you know, basically acquire his body. Civil War, because we saw the flashbacks of him killing Tony's parents. And then we had nothing for him in Infinity War, obviously. Nothing for him in Endgame. So now it's just something's getting played out. I think they're 
the flashbacks served a different purpose for every story, but this particular one makes sense. And to have that moment with Yuri's son come full circle, you know, it, it you know, I, I think it's just meant to bring more of a compelling nature to his character. So I have no issue with that. If they continue doing it over the season, like you'll get old, like we know the, like at that point, we know the reason of them having the flashback. So I understand what you mean. Like, I don't want them to keep repeating the same subplot. Like, oh, he has nightmares. Like, the therapy scene is enough. Like, we understand the bare minimum of what he's going through. Now it's just putting together with Falcon when the time comes and then have them sort of come to a mutual agreement how to, you know, approach these Black Smashers or whoever he might be going up against. Right, right. I agree with that. So, uh, I'm... Yeah, I'm with that. I, I'm, I'm definitely as long as it keeps feeding towards the character development. Um, I thought what was really interesting was, uh, so Bucky with the, the the shrink, right? Like that was that's. I mean, we're gonna see Bucky really open up now. Obviously, you know, with any scene like that. Um, yeah. But I'm gonna go over Bucky's rules. So he has rules now, apparently, which is <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought was hilarious. Uh, yeah, and, hilarious and the way they were kind of flashbacking along with the rules, uh, right. to the one uh, Congresswoman. Um, you know, so rule number one is. Do nothing illegal, which if we all know the, the background of Winter Soldier is probably the hardest thing for him to do. <laughs> um, uh, second is nobody gets hurt, which I think <laughs> Bucky makes the comedy. He's like, wouldn't that be number one? <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. that was hilarious. <laughs> I, I love that. Um, yeah. Nobody gets hurt is number two, which obviously he knocks the hell out of the guy with the gun inside the car. <laughs> um, and then uh, uh, no longer saying Winter Soldier. Or letting people call you that, but saying I am Bucky Barnes. That is yeah, I'm Jane Bucky. Yeah. Bucky Barnes. That <laughs> is you have to do those three things. And um I'm here to make amends. You know, so <laughs> and then he mentions the fact that in Wakanda he was able to fi- find what he called his little calm. Like he, he finally had the little calm. It was yeah. always war, war, fights, fights, killing, killing, little calm, back right into end game fighting, <laughs> you know, or if any war into end game fighting. Um, yeah. you know, so Speaking to that, I mean, how I, I, you know, the the White Wolf was was mentioned uh, in Wakanda and Infinity War, right? Yeah. And we all kind of figured, it, whoever's at least a comic fan, figured that Bucky would follow the White Wolf timeline. Um, do you think he gets back to Wakanda at some point? I mean, will he be involved in Black Panther two? I mean, he was. I mean, it seems like. You know, T'Challa, rest in peace. You know, um, Chadwick Boseman, but T'Challa really had him as a part of the community in Wakanda, right? Yeah. Um, I, I would love to see the iteration in the comics. I don't really know, like, if you know much about it, but I, I mean, if they're able to have him be that character, that'd be awesome. I mean, that no longer the Winter Soldier. I don't think he's ever going to be Captain America. I think you know, Sam. No, no, definitely not. To be that. Um, you know, because I think you know, obviously, Steve. We might see like flashbacks with Old Man Steve and and uh, and Bucky have had conversation that they had before Sam was given the shield, right? Because we all know Bucky knew what was going to happen. Like, he had that face on him, like, bro, I know what's up. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, I don't know. I, I, like, what, what do you think? Do you think that the White Wolf is kind of out of the picture now and they're never really going to go anything with it? Or, you know, um, what's the future of the Winter Soldier slash Bucky Barnes? I don't think it's uh, just Bucky Barnes. I think something's going to be up with him. There's a possibility. I mean... We'll see. I, I don't want to start proposing these absurd theories like, oh, you know, Black Panther is going to appear at the end of the show or, no, you yeah. know, like Bucky. Like, like yeah. After WandaVision, I'm done. I'm, I'm... I, I'll tell you what. <laughs> Someone made a good point 
and, and I, no matter what, and I wrote articles about this with OTS, and I, I've done a lot of, you know, uh, obviously podcasts when it comes to this. I am not ever going to theorize cameos ever again because all it does, and for me, it didn't do this, but all it does for the majority of the fan base is make people upset and try to say that the series as a whole was trash because X, Y, and Z didn't appear. The purpose of WandaVision, we talked about this, was to to build on their story, not to depend on outside sources to make the story great, right? Which I could, which I could definitely respect. Which I respect it. You know, I could fail because some people could just say I still didn't like it, even the cameos were never mentioned. Um, but they, they stuck with it. And I respect the hell of them for it, for sure. And I, I love the series. I love all the WandaVision. So that, that's our, you know what, a promise to each other right now. Unless there's like a sign of that person showing up. Like if I see Dr. Strange's cape fly by or something, I'll talk about it. But no more theories. No, well, that's a lie. So theories are always going to be a thing. No more cameo theories. Yeah, I'm, oh yeah, I'm done. We're done. I'm, I'm honestly done. One, getting I... your hopes up. And two, trying to ruin a good story. By depending on other characters to jump in, I think I think either Evan Peters, uh, the Evan Peters review. I'm I'm pretty much just almost I'm done. Like at this point, if I see Hugh Jack, I'm just going to assume he's playing the celebrity version of himself in the MCU. It's ridiculous. <laughs> like, I, and I, I, I yeah. I mean, well, I honestly like upon further reflection though, like for Falcon, at least for Falcon and Winter Soldier, there's more of a consistent tone and we know exactly how they're going to be approaching the series from the get-go but as opposed to wandavision with the slow build-up and then i think honestly i didn't really like wandavision i think the first half was great i had the first two episodes were phenomenal and then it just went like down and down and down looking back at it i mean the first you know there's a lot of people that are the opposite you know what i mean there's a lot of people that hated the beginning stuff because they didn't really you know appreciate what it was really about until the later episodes where they explain how that all made sense and why she was yeah and yeah right and i think in the grand scheme of things like sword was not interesting i didn't really find sword interesting i thought the characters outside of sword were not well written for the most part the only exception is you can't hate randall park and jimmy Wu. greatest character name to you personally you can go against (laughs) Randall. um but i think you know but nothing else jimmy Wu gets his own uh in the comics, X-Files series, own, no, he, <laughs> he gets his own uh superhero team. It's like oh, really? Oh, yeah. The um, oh my goodness. Um, so like the uh, like Asian centric um superhero team, right? I forget I, the I, name. I, I'm pretty head. sure uh, Shang-Chi's in it. Shang-Chi is one of them as well, so that's a possibility. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's called like the I forget the name. I'm, I listen, um, I, I know we're a podcast, we're supposed to have this stuff written down, but I have no shame in, in googling stuff, so I'm doing it right now. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, oh, I've, Agents of Atlas are called. And yes, that's not. Yep, Silk, Nomura, Marvel Boy, Venus, Shang Chi, Yellow Claw. Um, you know, so I think Silk is similar to a, a little bit like Spider Man ish, right? Right. Um, so you know, if they go with that, we'll see. <laughs> I know it's a little off track, like you said, but I, I wouldn't be opposed to a Jimmy Woo centric, uh, either show or whatever the case is. So real quick. As far as so you mentioned that you you found sword just disinteresting, right? Yeah, they're not involved so far, at least uh, when it comes to uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier uh, yet. I mean, it, they couldn't, right? Sure. Do you think by putting them as a centric part of a series, minimize their impact? 
So, yes, I, I mean, how the hell after everything we had gone through in the first 24 movies, can one single acting director essentially make she sword look like another hydra it was like almost too much right like how can a whole organization that nick that nick fury theoretically still runs <laughs> at least behind the scenes right can just be another you know evil director doing whatever the hell he wants within his organization you know it, it just didn't make uh, it is poor writing yeah no I, I think that that ruined the overall genuineness of the story itself of wanda wanda and vision uh yeah it definitely ruined that story and you know it, it kind of speaks to the fact that people depended on cameos well you depended on sword being this like large entity figure that's gonna you know be an impact on the show i didn't really like that like i would have been okay with just jimmy Wu being involved or right you know, who's this missing person still we don't even know that yet so yeah and, um, and i think that you know and on that same token like the reason why i'm more excited for Falcon and Witcher's children now is that literally i i don't think they can go any low I, I really don't. I'll, I can be completely wrong, and for some reason they bring in like a bunch of like weird celebrity cameos that's just tossed in to draw up audiences. But I don't think that's going to be the case. Like we know exactly what we're getting out of the show. I mean, the only main revelation, we're going, the two main revelations that are going to happen, the Flag Smasher motivation, who the actual leader is, as well as U.S. Agent, who appears at the end of Episode One. Uh, he is the uh, officially the new Captain America, um, and I know in the comics he has. His, these sort of evil intentions, but I hope they don't make him like a, you know, a generic bad guy where, you know, he's just crazy for, for zero reason. And especially with their rumors circulating that they're tackling um, very complex and con like sort of controversial issues or central topics like racism um, and, you know, like a spattering of others that I can't remember. What I know racism was one in particular because of sort of uh, some of the characters that they're introducing, like the there's a black Captain America who appeared in the comics, right. um, and you know, like even Sam says in the original trailer that uh, you know, the legacy of that shield is complicated, right? right? And that the shield itself doesn't necessarily did not necessarily live to the same ideals as C. Rogers did. Right. So take that into account, like the discriminatory nature of the you know the U.S. Army and the fact that C. Rogers probably was fully unaware of what was happening you know, within the government side of things, right? you know, it can definitely make for a very interesting direction the series can take. And, and that's, you know, it's something I respect. to what you said, though. You know, it speaks more so to, excuse me, um, it speaks more so to, uh, you said it right in the beginning, Steve Rogers, yes, loved his country, but he loved people more. He loved the, he loved everyone as people, right? So where, Right, Captain America's shield is more country driven. Steve Rogers slash Captain America should not be. It's not just exactly. the country. So he cares about the world in a sense, or you know, every single person, no matter what. Obviously, not villains. You kick them in the teeth if he has to. But um, yeah. you know, just you know, when it comes to that, like I think what Sam's trying to say is that that symbol doesn't necessarily symbolize all of us, meaning all people. And right. I think that's what they're really going to speak on throughout the series. And I'm I'm all for it. I think they need to speak Me on those issues um marvel marvel's not afraid to do it i mean they they're not afraid to speak on lgbtq uh they're not afraid to speak on uh on, on on the issues we see to this day with you know minorities struggling and and minorities being targeted and, and all these other things you know um, yeah exactly and as long as they do it oh, I'm oh no, you're good uh, you know they're gonna they're gonna they gotta go about it the right way of course and and 
when I say the right way, I, I have no really say in what that right way is, of course. But at the same time, there is a way to make sure the voices are heard, right? You need to make sure you go about uh, telling that lesson the right way and not just trying to sugarcoat it, you know, show the reality of that racism, show the reality right. of exactly. people who are literally just pieces of shit for, for like a right. And it makes sure it enhances your story too. You know, don't simply right. toss in there just to appeal to a certain audience. And I don't think Marvel, and that's the one thing I don't think Marvel ever suffer from is if they ever tackle like political, like political issues, especially racism, which is definitely a very sensitive and relevant, unfortunately irrelevant topic. And, Today's times, you know, I think, you know, Marvel will do a phenomenal job. And I know that the actors are definitely on the board and sort of right. telling that uh, yep. story. That's why I'm excited, list. you know, because I, I want to see these characters, you know, fully fleshed out. And I think we will. I think every single side character, for the most part, was credible and interesting. Uh, the right. therapist brought a nice, you know, sense of levity and sort of her comedic thing, like her comedic timing, even though she didn't necessarily say anything, you know, overly funny. funny so like right. the way she there was no the intent, at right least, now. right. Right. Um, the man that uh, Sam Wilson was working with, you know, because they have like, a close relationship um, there. The fact that, you know, he's been working with the army for, like you said, over six, you know, six months. So literally after Endgame Fence, he probably went straight to working for, uh, you know, the army. Uh, just sort of gets his mind off of things and, you know, try to help people from all across the world. Um, so, and, you, you know, think, you think they're still leaning towards uh, Young Avengers? Um. What, what 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 made you like think that? Like, are you just so, curious, or? I mean, I just I feel like I've seen or heard hints like throughout. I mean, we, we see a hint with the two kids, Wanda's kids, right? Speeding with Cam. Um, yeah. We see we we hear Sam the way he kind of words it, and I don't I, maybe it's not the intent. Obviously, it could just mean finding another Captain America or whatever. But Sam says, you know, we need new heroes. We need new heroes. It can't be just the same people you always depend on. We need new heroes, right? Oh, I, I got it. Speech, no. you know, in the on-air ceremony. Yeah. I feel like that that sentiment is is slowly being shown to us in every project we've seen so far, uh, and and kind of being pushed towards us. It's like, yo, the Young Avengers are coming because we need this new age of heroes that's going to protect the world, protect the universe, right? Exactly. Uh, and so on. And, so um, I don't know what you what you think about that, but yeah, and I. Oh my god! Sorry, I wanted to sneeze for a second. Oh Jesus! <laughs> um, God. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's definitely a possibility. Um, you know, that can definitely have many implications as to what Marvel deals with. But I'm not necessarily thinking about the bigger picture at the moment. I'm just, I'm more focused on wanting this to be a self-contained story. And right. if they want to like introduce a character to that will have some kind of relevance to future projects. Go right ahead. As long as you, as long as they are in the story for a purpose, not shoehorn in that last second just to you know make a quick buck. Uh, and what I mean by that is like the fact you know you want to sell merchandise or you just want to appeal to like a like a small minority of fans to say, hey, I know that character. I think you should pay attention. And I think you know it, I I don't want them to go down that direction. Um, but yeah, I mean I think to really summarize what we've been discussing as a whole i think falcon and winter soldier is for me personally uh is far, way better than i expected uh i thought this was better directed than wandavision than a few episodes of wandavision certainly i think had more emotional weight that, i can't say than wandavision but had more emotional weight than i would have expected from these two characters in particular um and they really handled them beautifully and you know, as the weeks pass by and we digest each individual episode, you know, we'll be covering each episode, of course. Um, you know, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to see what the journey journey is about. 
because uh, we don't know much about U.S. Asian brands. Like we know nothing. We know nothing about that's the, the thing. And and honestly, marketing. Uh, that that is that's the best part about it is they're going they're so quiet i think about all these series it seems like they're super quiet about what's going on yeah. and honestly if i don't really know a character I'm, I'm kind of at the point now where i'm done really researching into them i mean if well, i do my research for these things you know podcasts and stuff sure um th- has feige not proven to us that no matter how much research you do you don't know what the fuck's going to happen <laughs> i mean he, <laughs> he's Every time, I have a, like the whole WandaVision itself was like 40 theories and none became true. So, you know, that's, but that's Rough. the beauty of it. That's the beauty of it. You want, you know, new stories, new characters, uh, moving pieces, right? Uh, moving meaning emotional moving pieces. We want, you know, uh, character development for, from places that we never even expected or, or thought we'd care about. I, I am genuinely interested in seeing what the future of Bucky and, and Sam is now. Yeah, me too. And, me and, too. and you know, what, you know, what their past struggles, uh, into, you know, kind of has affected them. We have Sam who, you know, he got blipped away and he had a family. He had a, a sister that struggled and, and, and nephews that he cares for like children and you know we never even knew that i didn't know that i mean he may have mentioned his sister in, in winter and i'm sorry and um oh yeah winter soldier you know captain america winter soldier but you know i just never really like thought to think about the the ramifications i guess of these characters right yeah you know, characters like this absolutely. you know some characters and sister's um, a good character too by the way very yeah, well acting she is I oh great say. acting you know i i think the kids even were, were kind of good too just the little parts that they had but um, you know, speaking into a different culture, right? I think we're going to see a lot of different culture when it comes to, you know, where, where Sam is from. I, I love that, too, because Anthony Mackie, he's he's from New Orleans. I think, uh, right. where, does Sam Wilson live in New Orleans? Uh, is this, this for canon story purposes, it is, yeah, yeah, it is, it is New Orleans. So it works out because, uh, like, he always, like, Sam Wilson, or um, Anthony Mackie always tells stories of him, like, going out fishing in New Orleans. So I think the fact that he's right. managing to embrace that culture to the character, I, I think, mean, that, that just is, is poetic. Genuine. Genuine, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's absolutely. How genuine I love that. he is, and, and uh, you know, they bring real life, you know, uh, uh, kind of influences of these people, the, the Anthony Mackie's, yeah, yeah, and, and show us what their life was like. And at the same time, he can, it's easier for him to transition uh, Sam Wilson into that life, right? Because, right, that's that's what actors do, they transition a, a character into what we would see as normalcy, and then you know, there, of course, there's all the glitz and glamour of being a hero. Uh, but for this specific story, I think it's going to be awesome to see them you know, kind of deep dive into each character. And, uh, yeah, you know, again, wow. opposite of the spectrum, we have Sam who got blipped, who had a life, who had family, who had people he cared about. You know, although he was on the run before Infinity War happened, um, in some semblance, he, he had a normal everyday life. And then we have the other side. We have Bucky, who is 100 and something years old. And, you know, he's the new, you know, how... You know how how Cap would always say, "Oh, I'm over 100 years old." Well, this is the new guy that says it now, right? And, and you know, Bucky never had a chance to re no, that, not when we say rebuild his life, to build a life in general. It's been so long. He was still Winter Soldier when he got you know throughout that entire time. They they kept freezing him to keep him alive longer, and uh, you know for all his missions and whatnot. And, and you know, it's going to be interesting to see can he build a life similar to Sam? You know, wife. Uh, not wife, I'm sorry, but you know, family that he cares about, or or girlfriend, it seems that he, with this girl that he met. Um, I, I'm so interested to see where where Bucky goes, you know, with the with the therapist, and the, does he really get better? And it's nice to see that, you know, Wakanda's freezing wasn't the end all be all fix. Yeah, I, I 
even in Infinity War, you could tell Sam still wasn't right. You know what I mean? They, they, I think their intent when when they had him uh, play that character in Infinity War, like don't act like you're cured. You're not, and we're you know telling him like when our story comes out in this Disney Plus series, you're gonna see why you're not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and I, I'm just excited to see it. Does he ever get better? You know. What's the future of Bucky? Is he going to be a hero? Does he retire? Is he okay with just going into a Thanos type cabin like everybody else seems to do uh, at some point in the, in the MCU? Uh, but you know, I'm you know I'm definitely excited to see this character development. I will say one thing, and the one biggest thing I loved about WandaVision was, and I say this you know a bunch of times already, uh, the true focus on Wanda and Vision. That give me the focus on Falcon and the Winter Soldier as people as characters as heroes and their futures with that and i, I never thought i i after that episode would say dude i i want to know more about them like i, yeah. I you would I, I never thought i would want to know more about them you know what i mean it's it just like they did a very good job of, of kind of transitioning that in and and uh yeah. you know i'm excited to see all, all that comes with it but oh, absolutely yeah um but yeah yeah, I was. I was like I mentioned before. I was. I was certainly impressed uh, w- with the episode as a whole. Um, I think you know it did a fantastic job at sort of setting up uh, what's to come in the second episode, where we have a chance to fully explore, um, you know, Bucky and Sam once again. Um, you know, I think the I forget the conclusion of the episode, but the, no, I, well, the conclusion of the episode was U.S. agents. So I think from there, from Sam's perspective, we'll probably see the ramifications. Um, you know, and you had to take into account too. Sam and Bucky had been in touch with each other. The therapist, you know, grabs Bucky's mom and says, "Oh, well, Sam be dodging to. Sam's <laughs> sex, or you know, at least tried to say, hey, probably trying to comfort him.'" Right. Um, and they don't. And we see from the trailers too, they don't view themselves as friends, but simple acquaintances who happen to have a mutual friend, Steve right. Rogers. Right. Um. So yeah. again, to see that banter back and forth, um, as well as you know the chemistry that. Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Dan are exhibiting or will exhibit come right. future episodes. It's exciting for me. So, okay. we'll, we'll, yeah, you know, we'll be able to yeah. see, we'll be able to see, uh, you know, that maybe a friend should be built out of that. Right. And, uh, you know, at the same time, you know, we do see us agent is definitely going to be some semblance of a villain for them. Zemo, according to the trailer is going to pop up. He's could be some kind of anti, anti, anti-hero in a way. It seems like we're leaning towards because we saw them in the trailer together. Uh, I'm. I'm gonna say at the very least, I'm a little indifferent about not having a clear villain yet, because I'm not even sure the LAF is actually a true villain. <laughs> um, I'll hold my thoughts on that until at least episode four or five before I start getting pissed off about it. Uh, because yeah. I, I I'm okay with having no villain, true number. Like I don't need some all world like Thanos. Like I, we we begged for like Mephisto to be the all world, right? I think they're just staying away from that. My think my my assumption now is they're gonna just build characters in these series. They're going to expand powers or or give different capabilities or see that they're you know impacts of, uh, of the little things like the blip happened on on the world. You know we see we see like all these people saying that the blip has changed so much. Uh, I think that's gonna be really the focus of these next series that we see uh, with any main villains coming off of those series into the main. Uh, you know, movies, right? So like Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness and uh, Spider-Man 3 and, you know, uh, and where else they go from there, we'll see. But um, 
if that's what they're going with, I won't be too upset. But I, I, at the same time, you got to have some kind of end goal here, right? And I, I don't know what that is yet. I think that's the purpose. And uh, and I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it. So yeah. as far as U.S. Angel, I don't know nothing about him. I'm not even sure if he's a super soldier. All I know is that the guy that has long hair and wears a mask does have superpowers. So he's going to be a problem. And, uh, you know, we'll see where we go with it. But sure. Um, any last final thoughts for us, Matt? Any last final thoughts on um, that episode? God bless America. God bless America. If it's in with the American day. <laughs> no, uh, in all seriousness, though, um, you know, I, I, I guess to read it one last time, I am excited uh, for the Falcon Winter Soldier. Um, you know, it's finally here. And, you know, after having watched Zack Snyder Justice League, you know, the four-hour-long movie yesterday, and having to watch, you know, episode this morning to make sure that we record the podcast episode for today, um, you know, like I thought I'd be one of those moves where, uh, you know, we'll see how it is. And I was like, no, I was actually like, like I, I stared at the screen constantly. Yeah, you know, I had to take notes every so often just so I could keep track of everything that was happening. But, right. you know, um, as always, you know, thank you for the support. Uh, it's, it's, you know, greatly appreciated on our behalf. And, you know, we'll still continue to be doing this for however long, whether it be Marvel related, uh, these, um, or, um, you know, Star Wars related. Um, I purposely said DC because art. <laughs> Sorry, um, but you know, um, I guess uh, yeah, pretty good. All right, good. It's good. gonna be right. pretty good. So my my last quick thoughts is you know I, I I'm definitely excited to see where this goes. It's it's still Marvel content. I mean, I'll, one thing I will say this is my biggest thing I want to say. I'm okay with saying I'm glad to just have Marvel content but I'm not going to just allow shows to be bad, right? I'm going to be truthful. I'm going to give her my real thoughts and opinions. I'm very excited for something like Black Widow and this, but if they're bad, I will bash you. <laughs> like, I, I know we went through a whole year of not being able to go into a movie theater. I'm still going to say your show and or movie shit if it's shit. <laughs> so, oh, know, I, although I, I'm grateful. 100%. I'm gonna 100%. be I'm gonna be very impactful and and and, and you know uh, we'll see where it goes. But hey, <laughs> of course you can find Matt at Matt underscore T E E twenty nine on Instagram. You can find me at Sir John underscore O T S on Twitter, Instagram. You can find me on the On the Sidelines Facebook page. You can find me on the On the Sidelines group on Facebook as well. Uh, we're always in there chatting about sports or movies, uh, TV shows, music, uh, a lot of bad takes of everything, but. Uh, you know, we're definitely going to keep, uh, keep, keep that up and hopefully you guys head over to youtube.com slash OTS guys. We finally have our private link. Go over there. Please drop a subscribe, watch the videos, drop a comment, you know, interact with all of our, with all of our guys. They're all guys and, and girls. And, and, uh, you know, we have great podcasts by, by Janine and, and Dwayne and Derek and, and everybody over in OTS is creating amazing, amazing, amazing content that, you know, it's fit for everyone. We're doing everything we can. And, uh, you know, over here, we're just out here talking some Marvel, some uh, DC, some Star Wars, <laughs> bringing you all the heroes that we can on a daily basis, weekly, mostly. But, hey, we're here for you. We could be heroes. Episode five. We'll be back next week, next week, baby. Love you. Absolutely. Peace, guys.